guys, and welcome back to another episode of Fika with us. I am Simona. Yeah, I'm Julia. I'm Lingyu. And if you haven't checked it out yet, go back to our first episode. This is our second episode, and we aim at bringing you into the, our student life here in Sweden. So today we're thinking about talking a little bit about housing. How does it work to get housing in Sweden? What are our experiences with uh, housing so far? And uh, let's start with you, Lingyu. Where okay. do you live? Um, I now live in Reed. Um, it's uh, like a 15 minutes work. Uh, from the university and it's actually um, a lot of students live there and I was offered by the university since I'm not European and I'm like fee paying student so it's kind of like I have privilege <laughs> to have an offer from the university I live in a corridor room and there you need to uh, like in corridor room, uh, you need to share the kitchen and dining rooms with other roommates, but you have your own bathroom. How many students live in, in one corridor? Like how many housemates do you have, so to say? I have seven. Oh, that's wow. Yeah, I have seven. But it's, well, they're all guys. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm the only female in my corridor. Uh, but it's kind of, yeah, cool. <laughs> That's awesome. So you're saying basically if you're an international student paying fees, you get offered a room from the university. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, it's, that's true. And it's really important uh, for non-Europeans to get that offer because um, I think Swedes know that if you want to find your house, it's quite difficult because the renting company you need to like queue for your um, housing or apartments and it takes a lot of time to find an apartment so it's cool how about you well uh, for me uh, I as a non-european sorry as a non-international student as a European student, I still applied to uh, student accommodation and I was actually lucky enough that I was offered housing through the university quite early in time. I got admitted to Linköping University in April and already in May I was offered a room. I accepted my offer and so in August I moved into my student accommodation. And that's really lucky. Like uh, I applied within the national round, so the second round, so to say. Um, when does that happen, Julian? Oh, that uh, I think the deadline is in April. So basically, when you get your admission, uh, the second deadline ends. Um, but of course, you kind of get your results later on. So basically, about a month, month and a half um, before actually university starts. It's a short. A period of time where you actually have to find a home because I think when we're talking about housing we're not only talking about a like a roof above our head it's also where we kind of live uh, where we study where we cook where we invite friends so it's like home and finding a home in like a month and knowing that thousands of other students are going to look for housing as well uh, is quite intimidating yeah that's so, right uh, yeah it's not as easy, but I wouldn't say it's impossible. But what was the experience for you so far? Do you also live in student halls? No, I actually decided I do not want to live in a student corridor. Um, I Why? Used to, I used to live in... <laughs> Why? Because I'm living in corridor room. I mean, it, it sounds fun. Um, nothing against it. I, I just uh, lived in a boarding school when I was younger, and I kind of already got that experience. Okay. Yeah, if you can say that, like sharing uh, bedrooms, like... In the student corridor, you have your own bedroom and your own bathroom. That's, of course, different to a uh, boarding school. Um, 
but living together with like many people from from the university is just different than for example living with people who might work so you kind of get a little bit of different input and I like the idea of to maybe live with a uh, Swedish people to yeah, kind absolutely. of practice my Swedish a little bit. Mm. Um, and I actually found something on Facebook for like okay. private housing. So I found Facebook to be very, very helpful. There's so many groups where you can find housing, where people offer rooms, even if it's just temporary. Um, so I moved in uh, in August. Yeah, uh, it's a part of the town. It's called Lamberhof. So it's about 10 minutes by bike from here, okay. maybe five. It depends on how fast you ride your bike. <laughs> um, and that was, was uh, a lot of fun to get to know other people. Um, one of my housemates, she was a student herself and the other one is working. So you kind of have different routines in the day as well. And you just meet at some point. Um, so, yeah. And you said you have a, kind of a university room or room offered by university. Yeah, so that's right. Uh, I mentioned this in the previous episode. I am based in the North Shopping campus, so I'm not in Lynn Shopping myself. North Shopping has a kind of student agency for housing. It's called Student Boo. And Student Boo basically takes care of your application and allocates you to one of several buildings that are dedicated to students in the city. But is it like a student corridor or more like a shared house? No, it's, a, it's literally a corridor. I also have seven <laughs> okay. flatmates, actually. <laughs> and we have a really good time. All my flatmates are Swedish, which for me as a half Italian, a half Swedish person, provides a great opportunity to practice my Swedish. But it doesn't matter. Like, students are very open to international students, too. I know a lot of my classmates are sharing their apartments or their corridors with Swedish students, and they have a great time. Yeah. But if we come back to, like, the queuing system uh, you mentioned before... I would say that's the most important tip we can like yeah. give to everyone who thinks about applying to Sweden in general and of course Linköping University yeah. just sign up for the websites. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's two years before that, that's actually even better. I think you need to collect quite a few points. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's kind of important to clarify what the queue system is. Yeah. yeah. I it really took me a while to understand what it meant and how does it work. The queue system is It's like uh, you regist get registered on the website and every day you get a point. If um, there is like an offered apartment or corridor room, you have higher scores, higher points, you get that room. So yeah. basically you're saying if you're interested in a room, you apply for it and the person which has the highest amount of points get the room? Yeah. But it can be different as well. It depends on where you register. Of course, for the uh, student corridors, you get like an offer. Mm -hmm. But for example, um, it's like, uh, I don't remember the name, but it's like the, I think it's from the council, mm -hmm. um, like the, the company or the part of the council who is responsible for all the houses and um, uh, stuff. They're going to have a website and you can look at apartments and you can find them very, very beautiful and very great. Uh, and then you look at the points and it's, well, 2,000 points. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to stay a few more years. So I, it can yes. work like that as well. So you, you basically have to apply to get an apartment or a house. It depends on how many points you have. Okay. So don't get too overexcited because you need to collect quite a few points. But luckily as students, it's a little bit easier mm -hmm. to get like nice uh, 
housing. Yeah, I think these apartments that you found, like sponsored by the council, are mostly targeted for Swedish students that, like you know, started collecting points very back in the yeah. days. Yeah, in high school maybe. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think you can start when you're 16. So you people... know, you can start as soon as you're born. At least okay. you can stop them. Wow. wow. Yeah. No way. Friends of mine that signed up there, the kid as soon as it was born, like. And so then after then 20 years, you get like 10, a small thousand, student ten apartment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so pr- f- like we can say that maybe that's not a primarily um, targeted audience as is international students, but there are various channels, either for the university or as you mentioned, Julia, through Facebook. Yeah. And you said that you have sublet your apartment. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so um, I don't live in a shared apartment anymore. I moved in with my boyfriend and we have kind of a sublease for six months. So that means um, the person, like the main renter of this place who collected as many points as you need, just rents out his uh, apartment because he or she is going away for work or traveling, just needs someone to take care of his apartment and, of course, pay rent. So that's usually pretty nice because you get a furnished apartment in most of the cases, so you don't have to worry about how to get to Ikea and buy, like, basically the furniture for the whole place. Um, And it also gives you a great opportunity to live in the place for a certain time. So you kind of know where do I want to live. Like you get to know the different parts of lean shopping, what is closer to Campus Valla or Campus US, because that's actually a pretty important point. Because in lean shopping, we have two different campuses. Uh, Campus US is for the medical faculty and Campus Valla for everyone else. And I personally didn't know that when I'm kind okay. of moved here, when I looked for um, housing. Because if you put in um, Lean Shopping University into Google Maps, that's what I did. Okay. It just shows <laughs> Campus Valla. And you're like, oh, wow, it's only like five minutes from Campus Valla. That's great. And, and then you find out, oh, it's like 20 minutes by bike to Campus US. You're like, okay. Ah, Uh-oh. Um, maybe. I'm, I'm probably at Campus Valla. Like, really? I'm not at the medical faculty now. No, no. And then it turns out, oh, yeah, you're spending most of your time at the medical faculty. Um, And I mean, 20 minutes are totally fine. It's a great exercise. But during winter? um, Yeah. Yeah. Another story. You you might want to live closer to the campus you actually go to. Mm, But you're actually living downtown. That's Um, good. Yeah, it's not downtown, downtown. Okay. It's like a triangle between Uh Campus Valla, home, the city, and Campus Yes. It's not a triangle anymore, sorry. <laughs> but it's very nice. It's like, I would say, 10 minutes to Campus Yes, 15 minutes to Campus Valla, 10 minutes into town. It's it's great, yeah. It's actually close to the student housing Flamman. Um, so students who are studying at US or Valla, um, it's a great opportunity to live there as well, especially if you're interested in partying. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, they have their own um, club downstairs in the basement basically okay, wow. we also have clubs in reed oh yeah, yeah. and corridor parties yeah corridor parties. but actually um i have classmates they live in reed but not in corridor rooms because they are europeans and they actually uh found their apartments on facebook that flea market yeah yeah, yeah there's several and groups. their apartment uh, like it's really like house uh she and another my classmates, they shared like a house with other students in Linköping University. And that's very good. Like it's a place for our classmates to have parties. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I think if you uh, also want to live in Reed, but you are not like a fee paying student, you are not, not offered corridor rooms. You can also um, 
check on the Facebook to find other like share apartments or oh, people sh- to team yeah. up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. You can do is a lot of like buddy up systems in place as well. But the, Julia, you mentioned something very interesting there about uh, sometimes finding apartments that are fully unfurnished and having to run to IKEA to yeah. furnish them up. <laughs> <laughs> and that can be quite difficult if you want to buy a bed and a. I know, a study desk, because you obviously can't carry it home. But luckily, there are like services who can deliver it to your door. And what I really like about lean shopping is that we have a lot of secondhand stores. Okay. So there are a few in like the industrial area that are really great. Um, you can always like hire a car or find someone who has friends uh, who have a car and ask <laughs> around. Um, and there's actually a secondhand store here at Lean Shopping University. Um, and they have a Kind of a delivery bike, like yes. a bike with a big box in front of it. A cargo bike. Yeah, yeah, a cargo <laughs> bike, right. Um, so they kind of help you to get your furniture home. So if you if you want to donate furniture or if you want to sell it, it's great for students to have like this yeah. exchange. They also, they also and have the Facebook a, groups. Yeah, yeah. Facebook. And they also has an app called Block It. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah that's, that's the best, really. Yeah, that's yeah. the best. Because if you're looking for something... Someone is probably selling it. But it's yeah, only Blockit is great. Like Blockit is great in terms of everything. You can find uh, places to rent. You can find furniture. You can find bicycles. Everything for your kitchen. Yeah, well. everything for your kitchen. Yeah, but it's <laughs> Swedish <laughs> version. It's Swedish. Yeah. Uh, I think there is a way to translate that to English. Okay. Uh, but I think you learn your way around there. Yeah. It's quite intuitive. And in the worst case, you can just copy paste it into Google Translate. Okay. And I experienced that. If you text the people in English, they're usually fine. No one ever complained that, oh, you're not talking Swedish. I don't want to talk to you. That literally never happens in Sweden. Never. Yeah, that's true. Because most Swedes, well, speak English very well. Yeah. yeah. And I think sometimes they actually like to talk a little bit of English because they don't always get the chance. Like, not everyone works in an international environment. So some people are like, oh, yeah, it's nice to talk in a, in a different language and to practice a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And talking about Swedes, um, I actually experienced something that was very new to me, that Swedish uh, parents um, and their kids, obviously, uh, buy apartments. Okay. Uh, I was I had no idea about that. That is in yeah, common. Yeah, I think it's part of a culture. I think they see going to university as a good time for investment yeah, yeah. and that they buy their kids' apartments. And I mean, it's just which, smart. Yeah, to, to buy an apartment in like a student town because there's always someone looking for an apartment. So <laughs> yeah, even if your if your child graduates and moved into another town, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, well, that kid can then sublet his apartment yeah. to others. Yeah, yeah. that's and not a culture shock to me because like Chinese <laughs> parents like buy apartments for their children as well. Really? Okay. Yeah. Usually where they study or uh, no, actually they prepared earlier than that. They just want to like have apartments for their kids uh, for some reason to investment for other reason because like um, Chinese like housing price is quite expensive Mm -hmm. (laughs) so they prepare for that when they are young yeah I mean that's smart yeah (laughs) I'm not used to it I I mean of course I never studied uh, at a university in Germany but for me it's not that much in common like it's more the case that oh yeah I'm gonna live in like a shared apartment uh, until I graduate and then I might find find something on my own but here I also know a lot of people that are not really into shared apartments mm-hmm. they're like oh I would rather get an apartment on my own so there oh. are actually quite a few one bedroom apartments so it's like 
one room for everything. Because so. they want personal space. That's quite yeah, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, <Probably. you> see? <laughs> I don't know, like this might not be the uh, common knowledge for our international listeners, but I think it's kind of a rather European stereotype that Italians live at home with their parents until they're more or less 30. And I really think that is true in the sense like Italians wouldn't really buy an apartment or even like go live on their own until much, much later. They would like commute to universities. Yeah, so I think in, you learn like more kind of independent way of life, like mm -hmm. by going abroad and like testing university elsewhere. Yes. But that's also possible. Uh, one of my classmates, his family lives in Nurshipping. So every morning he just takes uh, the train or the campus bus. And he has a, has a bike in lane shopping, so it's easier for him to get to university. And that works as well. Like, there's so many different ways of finding a home here. I think another thing about uh, um, living in uh, Swedish accommodation is the fact that it's really a 360 degrees experience. There is a lot of things that you will have to learn to do yourself. Uh, I would say to many, like coming from different countries, it can be a bit of a shock at times. For instance... Uh, a lot of, you're expected to cook for yourself. We are equipped with kitchens and uh, you will, also it's kind of as part of the Swedish culture, everybody kind of cooks their own food. Yeah. Uh, there and, is no, yeah. Yeah, and we actually have microwaves in the university. So a lot oh, that's of- That's so handy. Yeah. It's like really easy to just bring your lunch and heat it up and it's way cheaper. It's than, so much cheaper. Yeah, than buying lunch every day. It's a great way to save money and also, you know, maybe, introduce a cooking day with your friends where you cook together yeah. against the Swedish stereotype. <laughs> yeah, learning about different types of cuisines. Yeah. Everybody wants to learn from me because I'm Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I actually hold a, like uh, Chinese dumpling parties last week. Did you? Yeah, okay, a lot wow. of like my German classmates, French classmates, Swedish classmates, they like learn how to make dumplings in my corridor. That's fun. That's great. That's really cool. yeah. So cooking can go beyond being a daunting task and yeah. actually turn into a fun experience. And then another thing it would be laundry, right? Yeah, I absolutely. Guess we all clashed with this at some point. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of apartments or I would say almost all of the apartment complexes or houses they have their own laundry room. So you I don't know how it is in different apartments. I can just talk about the one that I live in, but we have two washing machines and they're like industrial washing machines. So they're super fast, mm -hmm. super efficient. Uh, and you have dryers, uh, an iron, even like a special drying rack for uh, special pullovers. I don't, I never use it. Um, so that's super handy. Like you just booked yourself a time slot um, and then you just do laundry. Yeah, that's right. In, uh, in the student accommodation, you also have to book your laundry slot. We have uh, two washing machines and two dryers per each floor. On each floor, there are 24 students. And you get basically a two-hour slot a week where you have to, sorry, a four-hour slot a week where you have to do your laundry and your drying, basically. And so you have to really prepare for it. And when I moved to Sweden, I thought it was actually hilarious. I would ask my cl my classmates out for coffee and they would like, no, sorry, I have to go home and do laundry. Yeah, so laundry becomes <laughs> such a part of life. It's so funny. Or it's like if you plan to do it on a weekend and then someone asks you, oh, do you want to like meet in the morning? And then you go there and you're like, no, damn it. There it's was something. Time. There was something. It's laundry. And the problem <laughs> is if you book it, you have to use it. 
Mm-hmm. And okay. if you forget anything in the laundry room, there's not really a way to get in again, at least for me. Yeah, the door locks automatically. So yeah. then you can't get in and get your laundry we, back. We once had a paper on the door saying, I'm so sorry, I forgot something in the dryer. <laughs> Please call me so I can get it. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, there can be fun experiences as well. Yeah. But it, it's definitely very, very easy and... Uh, for me, it doesn't cost any extra money. So it's basically included in the rent. Yes, um, and student housing as well. Yeah, and you don't have to get your own uh, washing machine. When do you do the laundry? When do you do your laundry? Like mm. on weekends? Or? Mostly at the weekends, yeah. Okay, I would always choose like on Saturday morning because like I know a lot of people went to parties yeah, at Friday night. Yeah, so I always choose the morning of Saturday. There's no person. But I'm, I'm very lucky. We have a small washing machine in the apartment. But of course, okay. if you want to wash like loads of things or towels or whatever, it's just nicer to have it in the big machine and the dryer and they get fluffy and everything. Um yeah, and we are lucky because it's almost never booked. I think a lot of people in my apartment have washing machines as well. Okay, so they're but very in privileged. Re- <laughs> in Reeds, um, we have those uh, laundry that you need to book, but we also have a, like, a common laundry that you don't need to move, uh, book. And you just go there. If they're like, uh, available machines, you can use that. Do you have to pay for it? No, it's free. Oh, that's cool. Everything will be included to your rent. And yeah. we even has a sauna room. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, sauna in winter. That's quite sweet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I heard some apartments actually have like a, a common room that you can book if you live in that apartment complex. So if you have a party going on and you want to you know, kind of invite 30 people to come and have like a dinner or a party... Uh, you don't have to hold it in your apartment and get it all messy. So you just have a separate room. And that's quite cool. That is right. We yeah. have actually have that in my student accommodation. And me and my classmates have gathered in this room quite a few times for parties and social gatherings. It's great. Yeah, definitely. I mean, of course, you have to clean up after yourself. But it's I think part you have of the to fun. do that together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see like my guests like doing uh, those cleaning things with me. <laughs> because, you know, if you host a party and you clean it by yourself, it's kind of like too heavy to do that. But it's something I love about Swedish culture. Like if you launch a party, the guests are then there to share the cleaning part with you. I don't think it's like this elsewhere. I would say in Italy, for instance, if you launch a party, then you're also the one that is responsible for the cleaning. So it's more that you take turns into launching parties because launching a party is a big task. Yeah. But here, I think everybody gets together and help each other out. Or at least they're going to ask you. Yeah. Like, do you want your help? Do you want my help? And you say no. Yes. Say yes. (laughs) Like, I can help you. That's not a problem. No, no, it's fine. Like, they at least ask. They're very polite. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I would and, say yes. Yeah. <laughs> I really need help <laughs> on cleaning. And I mean, talking about that part, if you're trying to find like shared accommodation, um, like private accommodation, I think it's always important like to get to know your maybe future housemates because mm. you're going to live with them. Um, and I find it very common to Skype with these, with these people and just talk about like what we study, what we uh, would like to do when we move here or if you're more like the social person do you like cooking together or movie nights um uh yeah i think that's that's very important to know beforehand so and mm. really no one gets offended if you ask them hey can we skype please can we skype another time and yeah, yeah. just it's important very it's important important to make sure also that it's like a safe space yeah. to live 
mm-hmm. uh, that is not a dodgy place that really does not exist. So, yeah, I think it's very important to try to stay safe, especially when you're trying to find a home from a different country. Yeah, Because for me, even though I live kind of close, it's mm-hmm. still 12 hours on the train. Mm-hmm. And you just can't go there, look at two apartments and go 12 hours back. Um, so you kind of have to search. Yeah, you fall, need to yeah, yeah, for yeah, your security. Absolutely. And as we said before, it's your house. It's important. Yeah. You know, you want to be safe and you want to be comfortable as well. In that regard, actually, I remember when uh, um, my classmates were telling me about their experiences of moving over, looking for housing. A lot of them were worried about scams, about Facebook scams. And I think this is a warning message that the university kind of reminds us of at all times, that if you have not found an accommodation for yourself and you decide to go through Facebook, that there might be people trying to scam students. And so therefore, yeah. as you said, Julia, Skyping could be a great way to prevent that you know, yeah. Some people might just from happening. Yeah, some people might just see the opportunity in scamming student students that are just looking for a home, and they're just desperate because university starts in two weeks and you still don't have a place to live. Yeah. But I mean, there's always the emergency accommodation, so you could live there for a couple of days as well. Um, and also, at least for my program, the older students offered their places to live at as well. So I know that friends of mine, they stayed at another student's place for a week until they got their apartment. So you don't have to book a very expensive yeah, hotel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I have to say, yeah, there is a great system in place uh, to support you in case you're struggling to get accommodation. Yeah. And I think that b- describes the Swedish lifestyle in general. Like everyone is friendly and tries to help you and... Um, really welcoming. Trying yeah. to make you feel at home. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess Sweden is... a pretty good country to live in yeah absolutely (laughs) well guys i hope you enjoyed uh, listening to us talking about housing in sweden today and uh, we're looking forward to see you next time yeah we hope you find your home in sweden as well yeah (laughs) i'll see you next time (laughs) see you next time (laughs) 